this what I think it is? Bring up uh, Ambassador Yovanovitch uh, and, and, and her testimony. Public, uh, We're listening to the impeachment. The attacks on me by Mayor Giuliani is this and from others. Uh, from, uh, and Mr. Lutsenko in Ukraine. If Brookers see that uh, Founding Fathers ice cream. Um, founding flavors, flavors of course. Uh, ice cream just sent to us. What's the note say? If they can uh, basically says, if you get a deal with this impeachment, you're going to need ice cream. <laughs> so I love policy? these people. They think like me. How are we gonna this will make it better. Please let me invest in your company. <laughs> I believe in you. Number two, uh, when other countries, uh, so other this is impeachment. In other countries, this new flavor is peach flavor. That um, private interests, foreign interests uh, can come together and uh, get a U.S. ambassador removed. What's going to stop them from doing that in the future in other countries? Uh, often, uh, the work we do, we try to be diplomatic about it. Uh-huh. But as you're uh, a diplomat, of course, that's what you're trying to be. You know, sometimes we get people really angry with us. It's uncomfortable, and we are doing our jobs. But sometimes people become very angry with us, and if they realize that they can just remove us, they're going to do that. How did the deputy secretary respond? Stop. He he said those were good questions, and um, he would get back to me. Did he ever get back to you? He asked to see me the following day. What did he say to you then? Uh, he really the conversation was more, um, and you know, again, I'm grateful for this, but really more to see how I was doing, um, and. Uh, you know, what would I do next? Uh, kind of, uh, how, how could he help? But he didn't address the dangerous precedent that you flagged for him? No. Now, you understood, of course, that the President of the United this States... This is Daniel Goldman, you, the Democratic Council. ...the pleasure of the President, is that right? That's right. <clears throat> but in your 33 years as a Foreign Service officer... Have you ever heard of a president of the United States recalling another ambassador without cause based on allegations that the State Department itself knew to be false? No. Those allegations were about the State Department. Now, you testified in your <laughs> opening statement that you had left Ukraine by the time of the July 25th call between President Trump and President Zelensky. When was the first time that you saw the call record for this phone call? When it was released publicly at the end of September, I believe. And prior to reading that call record, were you aware that President Trump had specifically made reference to you in that call? No. What was your reaction to learning that? I'm famous. I was shocked. Absolutely shocked and, and devastated, frankly. It's weird because President Zelensky wasn't shocked by it. I was shocked and devastated that um, I would feature in a phone call between two heads of state uh, in such a manner uh, where um, President Trump said that I was bad news to another world leader uh, and that I would be going through some And the other world leader Uh, said? It was was a terrible moment. A person who saw me actually reading the transcript said that the color drained from my face. I think I even had a physical reaction. Um, I I think, you know, even now words kind of fail me. Yeah. 
Why, why, well, didn't, why didn't she ask about what President Zelensky said about her? Much. I'd like to show you the excerpts um, from the call. And the first one, where President Trump says... By the way, the former um, ambassador Brooker's of the United States, founding the flavors, ice cream. I think it's only in the People Salt Lake area in the and in Utah right news. now. So I just want to let you Should know. be everywhere. Even makes the impeachment better. What was your it reaction does. when you heard this. the President of the United States refer to you as bad news you just asked you just i couldn't asked believe this. it i mean again just shocked, this. appalled mm-hmm. devastated that, i love this um, the case is the hey States you know this was such a devastating uh, accusation um, against you and you must feel terrible about it let's go through every piece of it now on national television and just have you relive it real quick uh-huh. like if they actually believed it was this damaging why would they be doing this to her the next excerpt when the pre- president references you and who cares how she feels one. But he said, honestly, we're talking well, about she's going to go through. We're talking about something huge. What did you think when President Trump told President Zelensky and you read that you were going to go through some things? I didn't know what to think, uh, but I was mm-hmm. very concerned. What were mm-hmm. you concerned about? Maybe that it would all she's come out. She's going to go through some things. It didn't sound good. It sounded like. A threat? Did oh. you feel threatened? I did. Who cares how gr- she feels? No, that's a great question. It felt like a threat. Did you feel threatened? What the hell do you think these words mean? Do you understand the language we're speaking? I think. It didn't feel like I was. I really don't know how, how to answer the question any further except to say that uh, it kind of felt like a vague threat. And so I wondered what that meant. More questions about her feelings. More questions about her feelings, please. Now, in the same call where... Have you ever felt like a man? <laughs> as you just said, threatens you hmm. to a foreign leader. How does that feel? He also para- para- praises, rather, the corrupt Ukrainian prosecutor who led the false smear campaign against you. I want to show you another excerpt or two from the transcript, or the call record, rather, where the president Mm -hmm. of the United States says, good, because I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good, and he was shut down, and that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that. The way they shut your very good prosecutor down, and you had some very bad people involved. And he went on later to say, I heard the prosecutor was treated very badly, and he was a very fair prosecutor. So good luck with everything. Mm-hmm. Can we read now, the responses from Zelensky? Because it's not like Zelensky. Yeah, he agrees. I know, I know. And Zelensky's was brand new, by the way. He's not part of this corruption. Former prosecutor general was a very good and very fair prosecutor. No, it was not. And in fact, really? he was rather corrupt. Is that right? That was have they ever probably, filed charges? Have what? they ever the investigated him? Is a long-running problem in Ukraine, is that right? Yes. So how did you feel when you heard President Trump speak so highly of the corrupt Ukrainian prosecutor who helped to execute the smear campaign to have you removed? Well, it was, I don't know. The blood run now. It was disappointing. Another feeling it was concerning. 
Um, okay, so, it wasn't so certainly based on anything. Corrupt. You want to talk about not based State on anything. Corrupt. How? They've never made any charges. They've never done any investigations. They just call him corrupt. Corrupt. How? And Lusenko was their replacement. Right. right. That's the one that, that Joe Biden said is very, very good. But that did not materialize. So this was not the uniform position of the official U.S. policymakers. Is that right? Right. Now, let's go back to the smear campaign that you referenced. <laughs> and in March, when you said it became public, and you previously testified that you had learned that Rudy Giuliani, President Trump's lawyer and, and representative, who was also mentioned in that July 25th call, was in regular communication with the corrupt prosecutor general in late 2018 and in early 2019. And at one point in your deposition, you said that, that they, that was. being Giuliani and the corrupt foreign uh, prosecutor general, what was it? had plans to, quote, do things to me. What did you mean by that? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't really know, but that's what I had been told by Ukrainian officials. Did you subsequently understand a little bit more what that meant? Well, you know, now, with the advantage of hindsight, I think that meant removing me from my job in Ukraine. Who did you understand to be working with Mr. Giuliani as his uh, associates in Ukraine? Um, well, certainly uh, Mr. Lutsenko, Mr. Shokin. Uh, the two prosecutors. I believe that there were also uh, Ukrainian-Americans, Mr. Parnas and Mr. Freeman, who have recently been indicted. This one was they, at the those airport. are the two who have been indicted in New York? Southern District of New York. For something that Rudy Giuliani was not involved now, in. At the end of March, this effort by Giuliani and his associates resulted in a series of articles in the Hill publication that were based on allegations in part from Lutsenko, the corrupt uh, prosecutor general. Going after You want to talk about a smear campaign? Among others, three different categories. One category included the attacks against you, which you referenced in your opening statement, including that you had badmouthed the president and had given the prosecutor general a do not prosecute list. There was another that included allegations of Ukrainian interference in the 2016 election. And then there was a third that related to allegations concerning Burisma and the Bidens. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah. Yes. She said Were she couldn't comment on any of those earlier. Promoted by others associated with the president in the United States? They seem to be promoted by those around um, Mayor Giuliani. I'm going to show you a couple of uh, exhibits, including a tweet here by President Trump himself on March 20th, which was the first day that uh, one of these articles was published. It appears to be a what uh, is this quote uh, that says John Solomon is the author of the articles. Colon, as Russia collusion fades, Ukrainian plot to help Clinton emerges, yes. unquote, at Sean Hannity at Fox News. How could this possibly be a problem after everything that all of everyone in the Democratic Party has tweeted about Donald Trump and Russian collusion? How is this any different? 
and less with an exception that there is actual evidence and witnesses of this crime or an article referencing the allegations that says calls grow to remove Obama's U.S. ambassador to Ukraine. Were you aware of these tweets at the time? Yes. What was your reaction to seeing this? What were your feelings? Well, I was worried. Oh, Oh, my God. What were you worried about? Um, Getting fired. That this didn't seem these attacks were. A brain surgeon doing the prosecution. (laughs) I mean, he is not. I I would say he's not a prosecutor, but he did stay at a Holiday Inn last night. Okay, good. Yeah. So. Uh, real quick, let me just take a quick break, and then we're going to get right back to, you know, how she felt uh, on last Tuesday when she heard that it wasn't Friday. How did she feel? himself. Yes, after um, the the tweets that that you uh, just showed us. Mm. Um, I mean, it seemed to me that uh, if um, the president's son is is. Um, uh, saying things like this, that it would be very hard to continue in my position and have authority in Ukraine uh, unless the State Department came out pretty strongly behind How? And so, May I ask uh, an honest question you know, here? Over what do her feelings have to do with anything? And I guess she's saying that she couldn't do her job because people were tweeting about her. Well, sweetheart, and I mean that with all the respect that, you know, you deserve, uh... Welcome to my job. Yeah. Welcome to the president's job. Welcome to everyone in politics job. I said, you know, it's really important. Oh, you mean he's going to hurt your credibility? What are you doing to his? All the downfalls of free speech, Glenn. Jeez. We should have a rewrite of the Constitution. Talk to the secretary. I mean, that was, that's my recollection of the call. That may not be exactly how it played out, but that was the, the, my recollection. This is um, David Hale, the Undersecretary of Political Affairs, who's the number three person at the State Department. Yes. Did he indicate to you that he supported such a, a statement of support for you? I think he must have, because I don't think he would have gone to the secretary if he, if he didn't support it. I mean, you wouldn't bring a bad idea to the secretary of state. And your general understanding is that you did have the full support of the State Department. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me and what Civil fact, Society 2.0 is and how it worked in Ukraine? Service officer, did you ever hear of any serious concerns about your job performance? No. <laughs> was this statement of support ultimately issued for you? No, it was not. Did you learn why not? Yeah. Uh, yes, I was uh, told that there was a concern on the seventh floor that if a statement of support was issued, uh, whether by the State Department or um, by the Secretary personally, that it could be undermined. How would it, could it be undermined? That the President might uh, issue a, a tweet contradicting that or something to that effect. Oh, no. We are legitimately so being governed by Twitter. Right. This is amazing. This is... You were one of the most this senior is... diplomats in the State Department. Incredible. Should we tweet? Well, if we tweet, he might tweet, though. What, the, what are we adults here? What is this? Ambassador three times by both Republican and Democratic presidents. Tell me what she has said that Department is not anything here. What's anyone, anyone being criticized for their job performance has this because they performance, right? Like you, you say, hey, how many times have I gone through this or anybody else? I mean, literally you. 
What she's saying is, I had one boss who liked me, another boss who didn't, and the big boss wanted me fired. But my my first boss didn't want me fired. Well, guess who wins there? Right. The big boss. Trump is the CEO in this situation, right? Right. He gets to fire you if he wants to fire you. I mean, it's it, there's nothing here. She started off in Somalia. How did that go? Here's Adam Schiff. Uh, he goes on to say uh, later in the tweet, is a U.S. president's absolute right to appoint ambassadors. First of all, Ambassador Ivanovich, the Senate has a chance to confirm or deny an ambassador, do they not? Yes, advise and consent. But would you like to respond to the president's attack that everywhere you went turned bad? Well, I... It's... Um, I mean, I don't... How are we talking impeachment about this? Seriously. This is completely ridiculous. This is ridiculous. They're trying to legitimately build the case that Donald Trump is mean. That's what they're trying to do. They made her feel bad. And she feels bad. And no wonder he he should be impeached. He made this woman feel bad. Unbelievable. You're listening to Glenn. We are watching a Soviet show trial. This is absolutely incredible. The U.S. ambassador uh, is testifying in a public hearing, uh, and the Democratic Council is um, is speaking now and asking questions. We're go ahead and go to it. It's uh, there now. And in fact, when Vice President Biden acted Biden. to remove the former corrupt prosecutor in Ukraine, uh, I want you to remember as these questions are being asked, the GOP has been told they are not allowed to talk to uh, testimony or ask questions about the 2016 election or Joe Biden because they're discredited rumors. And yet the Democrats have spent the last 10 minutes talking about them. And in fact, if he helped to remove a corrupt Ukrainian prosecutor general who was not prosecuting enough corruption, that would increase the chances that corrupt companies in Ukraine would be investigated. Isn't that right? One would think so. And that could include Burisma, right? Yes. Now, at the time of this call, Vice President Biden was the front runner for the Democratic nomination for president and President Trump's potential next opponent in the election. She doesn't know because she Did wasn't there. Is your understanding that President Trump's request to have Vice President Biden investigated, was that part of official U.S. policy as you knew it? Well, I should say that I had, uh, at the time of this phone call, I had already departed Ukraine two months prior. Right, but you're familiar with it. didn't change that much in two months, right? It, it, it certainly would not have been the policy in May when I left. And were, you, were these two investigations part of the anti-corruption platform that you championed in Ukraine for three years? No. And these investigations, do they appear to you to be to benefit the president's personal and political interests rather than the national interest? Well, they certainly could. Now, just returning to the allegations in the Hill publication in March that were promoted by Mr. Giuliani, the president's lawyer, were those two allegations similar to the two allegations that the president wanted President Zelensky to investigate? Yes. Again, 
So ultimately, in the she wasn't there for any of those things. Ukrainian president, she's on her opening statement. She said she couldn't speak about it. against you and the Bidens. Is that right? Yes. I yield back, Mr. Chairman. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry, please. The gentleman will suspend. Um, votes are fairly imminent. We're going to take a brief recess. Uh, I would ask everyone to remain uh, seated uh, to, to allow the witness to, to exit the room. Um, and we will resume uh, after votes. Okay. All right. So we we uh, are going to take a quick break and give you tell you exactly what just happened. It is, I think, stunning. If this is what they have, this is stunning. And I don't understand how the Democrats expect not to go down the road in cross examination. Uh, how they expect not to go down the road of the 2016 election. She was asked directly, do you know of any rumors or had you heard that there was uh, collusion to throw the 2016 election towards Hillary? She said, well, there were rumors, but and then the prosecutor, the the the, uh, council said, but no, uh, no facts leading your honor. Well, no, not that I know of. How could you have been? The ambassador in Ukraine, when on the front page of the Ukrainian newspapers for a very long time, was a trial of two people, one of which was the head of the anti-corruption bureau that she says was so clean, that person that for that organization that she was touting as something that she was proud of doing, that person was on trial in Ukraine and was convicted of colluding with Hillary and the DNC to throw our election. And a big part of that conviction, of course, was an audio tape that right. has them talking about doing Correct. Correct. There is no way possible that a ambassador to that country who is touting this wonderful anti-corruption thing there's no way that that person didn't know that the head of that anti-corruption was being tried in a court of law, a serious, serious courtroom uh, proceeding that ended up uh, getting the conviction and then thrown out on the technicality that you can't put in jail a, uh, a parliamentary figure on this because there's no law, there's no... Uh, what was it, Jason? Uh, there was no punishment, or there was, there was, the, there was, there was some technicality about that person being multiple, a- multiple technicalities, and they were all ridiculous. One was that uh, parliament members couldn't convict each other. Another one was that the statute of limitations had run out. That's right. It was, it was all. There, there was one more that was equally ridiculous, but they were all, you know, they were all just the, none stupid of them, technicalities. Yeah, none of them had to do with the truth of the matter. Now, you have somebody in Parliament being tried for, for messing around in our elections, and one of the two people being tried, one was parliamentary, the other one was the head of the council that you were running and help running and protecting. You didn't know? Then she is, she has Alzheimer's. 
She should not be in uh, in government in any capacity because this woman has a serious problem with member with memory because there's no way other than Alzheimer's someone in her position wouldn't know that happened. And every it's one thing to say, look, uh, yes, there was well, there was a conviction. Uh, I don't believe it was accurate because uh, I believe it was corrupt. Now, there's no necessarily evidence of that, but at least you'd have. Yeah, you she, have to be she, able to acknowledge that it occurred. She's now on record saying, "I well, there I don't were know rumors, but I didn't. Yeah. There wasn't anything. There was a tape. And there was an the undercover thing? tape that had them bragging about it. I mean, how can you know? Look, the reason they can say." They didn't know anything about it is because most people in America don't, don't know. know anything about it. Because That's why she can say we, it. We, we did that tape, what, four weeks ago, eight weeks ago? We released that tape. We were shocked when we found it. We have yet to hear anyone in the mainstream media play this tape. No one. In fact, do we have it still? And we would need it with the translation um, look on TV to see if we still have it, because I'd like to, I'd like to play it, because America's not hearing it. This is the head of the Anti-Corruption Bureau. All right, go ahead. Uh, here it is. Did they? I'll translate. Those Russians helped Donald Trump. Your people? I think they did. Uh, they helped him too. Well, we helped not him, but Hillary. I helped her. Right. In her, then her position tottered. Yeah, this is how they write about it. Hillary's humanitarian aid. Okay, the Clinton Foundation. Well, I'm about uh, the commentaries. At that time, they were not in indiscernible. No, no, there was. Trump, his purely inner problem issue. They, they dominate over the external matters. While Hillary, she is, how shall I put it, she belongs to the cohort of politicians that comprise the hegemony in the U.S., both in the U.S. and the entire world. And for us, sort of better. For the Americans, what Trump is doing is better for them. Well, we have lots of those American experts here now. Well, there, you see why Hillary lost elections? I was in charge of investigation of the black accounting records. We made the Manafort data available to the general public. So what? Well, he was in prison. Manafort was then the head of the Supreme Headquarter of Trump, right? And then he was dismissed, including due to the black accounting. After that, he was sentenced to 80 years. But how did Trump? Uh, how about Trump? Did he not give a crap? Uh, they have their system working there. Everybody works somewhere. And then they carried out the elections. A week before the elections, the FBI reopened the investigation in respect to Hillary. So her ratings dropped. Okay, so now here's the guy, the director of the, anti, uh, the National Anti-Corruption Bureau, which this ambassador was talking about. There he is on tape saying, I helped Hillary Clinton. I worked with them to release the black accounting to the press, and that's what he—that's why he got a prison sentence uh, and convicted of interfering because it, it was illegal to do. The head of the anti-corruption illegally put this in front of the press. He admits that he did it for helping Hillary, and then he admits the only reason why it didn't work is because the FBI— came out and said Hillary just, you know, a few days before the election, Hillary was still under investigation. He also says she's part of the, 
she's part of the politicians, that political group that that is the American hegemony that that really kind of tries to control the world. So I guess she's better because we got a lot of those politicians over here and a lot of those American politicians. This is what we just revealed in on Wednesday show. You may not have understood that two months ago, but if you watched Wednesday's special, you know exactly what he's talking about. The corrupt politicians and the corrupt State Department that was telling these people exactly what to do. I mean, this is not it's not something we're making up, right? Like this is this is this is a a story from U.S. media. Two Ukrainian officials meddled in the 2016 U.S. presidential election by by leaking a secret ledger showing twelve point seven million dollars in payments between Ukraine's pro-Russian president and Trump uh, chairman Paul Manafort. A Ukrainian court said Wednesday, this is back from 2018, the district court ruled that the National Anti-Corruption Bureau director uh, and legislator broke the law by revealing Manafort's name and signature appeared on the ledger. The disclosure, quote, led to interference in the electoral processes of the United States in 2016 and harmed the interest of Ukraine as a state. I'm reading from the hard right wing source of the Daily Beast. <laughs> OK, this so is not how... something that is we're making up here. All right. I got to take a quick break and then I want to bring Jason into the conversation. He is our uh, head writer and chief researcher on all of this. I can't wait to hear what because <laughs> blood is starting to run down. You know, <laughs> it's starting to shoot out of your eyes. We'll get to Jason. And the things that you must know. I want you to know, because you listen to this program, it kind of goes on to your shoulders because you're the only ones that know all of this. You're the only ones, if you don't watch the TV show and didn't see these specials, which, by the way, please join us, Blaze TV. Join us, please become a member. It helps us pay for all of this stuff. Uh, you get 20% off. Use the promo code GB20OFF, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Anyway, um, you have a responsibility to tell all of your other friends and use the evidence. If you go to glenbeck.com, all of the evidence is there. All of the papers, all of the transcripts, that tape, everything is there. Just go and look for the big giant chalkboard. You can click on all of the chalkboard and it gives you all of the evidence to make this case with your friends. And you have to do it because nobody else is. The media won't. You know this and you understand what's happening right now because you listen to this program. And I thank you so much. But please don't forget, your role now is to get this out with your friends. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. We're going to need a couple of days to recover from the uh, the hearing that we just uh, we just heard. People are going. Everybody is hardening their positions. This is not changing anyone's heart because I don't think people see this as fair. At least half the country doesn't see this as fair. You know, one of the main things that they really started with was, well, she's um, the president really hurt her reputation, and how was she supposed to do her job overseas if she doesn't have a reputation and a good reputation? Well, what about Donald Trump? The same thing is being can be said about what the media has done, what the left has done to Donald Trump. So why are we talking about it for the little fish if it doesn't apply to the big fish? Jason is uh, with us. He is our head writer. He has been the lead guy on uh, assembling all the evidence on all of our 
on all of our uh, uh, specials. Give me one minute. We're going to at the top of the hour. We're going to really go down your list. Give me the big thing that stood out to you. Well, the thing that just kind of kind of go on to what you guys were just talking about with there being no evidence. It was based on a rumor. They're focusing on the crazy right there. And that was the crowd strike stuff. That mm-hmm. is crazy. But this is not this is not a secret over in Ukraine. They've already convicted in court, so that's not a rumor. It was a conviction in court that these people meddled. But it goes much, much deeper than that. And you really need to watch on Tuesday, I believe, next week, because we're going to show you how deep this does go and why they're diverting. This involves the FBI. This, the FBI was in bed with the Anti-Corruption Bureau from the very beginning. We've already showed you that. But they also assigned an actual agent to work inside Ukraine. We're going to name that person, show you who they are, what they were working for, and who they went to work with after they retired from the FBI. This goes much, much deeper, and the U.S. Embassy was right there in bed with them right from the beginning. It's no wonder why they're trying to hide this. Back with more in just a second. You're listening to Glenn Beck. 